Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, ladies and gents, after taking a month off for the holidays, wedding planning, vacationing, everything you could possibly think of, Zero Dark Nerdy is back to bring you pop culture entertainment every single week here in 2023. We definitely applaud and appreciate your patience, and we are back with authority, I can promise you. More amazing guests, more incredible episodes, all kinds of fun stuff coming your way here in the new year. And of course, we have our wonderful sponsors to thank for that, betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. Kicking off our first episode for the new year, we are going to be going through our 2023 movie preview episodes. We got some likes out there that we can't wait to see, some, you know, some question marks, I guess you could say, that we're kind of on the fence about, some wild cards, and of course, some honorable mentions. In the building, I have the lovely Jordan Ray joining us, a.k.a. Nyes, and the one and only, the very outspoken Captain Cleveland, Ryan Saba in the building so, without further ado, let's get this thing going. Episode again, these are going to be primarily just quote-unquote regular movies. We're going to do our superhero 2023 preview uh, here in the next few weeks. But we wanted to do, uh, you know, the movies that we're excited about. So we're going to be doing our top three that we can't wait to see. Three wild cards that we, you know, maybe have some questions about. And then, uh, you know, one to three hard passes. So, Saba, go ahead and kick us off, my dude. So I, I think it was the three of us that did this last year. Uh, so I'm happy mm-hmm. that we're back together. I uh, want to take a moment to uh, congratulate Jordan on graduating college. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, um, do you remember the conversation you and I had before, like the week or two before you went to school, we were sitting at stumble stiltskins. I think maybe Jerry was getting ready to do trivia or something. You and I were sitting at one of those tables and I was talking about, I was thinking about that the other day uh, when you graduated, how quickly that that passed. So uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay. Most anticipated. Now, Brian told me that I could not talk about superhero movies. I am a whore for Marvel. So I have to talk about one. And look, we will. Brian said we're going to do a separate episode on superhero movies. We've got five Marvel movies, I think another three or four DC movies. So what I did is I picked the one that I was looking forward to the most. And this just happens to be the movie that I'm looking forward to the most this year. And it's coming on the heels of the newest trailer that they just showed during the national championship game on Monday night. And that is Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. That fucking trailer was intense, real intense. Normally, you know, the Ant-Man trailers are kind of like, Hey, good job, Spider-Man, you know, like very sort of lighthearted, um, like the movies are of all of us on the podcast that have been on the podcast over the years i'm probably the biggest ant-man series fan it's just when you go back and listen to our top five mcu movies and our honorable mentions i think i actually talked about ant-man in that one so just super pumped for this super pumped for the for the introduction of Kang. We've already seen the Kang the Conquer variant. Uh, he who remains in the in the Loki series. Spoiler alert. 
that is a much um, softer version of the big bad supervillain that we are about to see in this movie. Jonathan Majors is an absolute powerhouse. He is going to bring everything that Josh Brolin brought to the Thanos character and more. You know, and this is one of those situations where, you know, we're getting an introduction of of a character, uh, a full-blown introduction. We're going to find out what's happening. Phase four laid the groundwork for this. Scott Lang could die. Prepare yourself for that. I thought the trailer was, you know, very somber. He said to him, you know, I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. Helmet off. Uh, So... Super pumped, super looking forward to that. We get that February 17th, early, early. So uh, we will do a, a, you know, a review episode on that. And I'm really excited. Next one. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that is B L E A V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Mission Impossible. As much of a Marvel whore as I am, I'm also a Tom Cruise whore. Um, we talked about this with Popcorn Podcast. Anything that Tom Cruise is in, I will see it. We are getting Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 in July. This is a movie, one of the many movies that we've seen over the last year and even into this year that was pushed because of COVID. We were supposed to see Part 1 of this uh, last year, part two was supposed to come out this year, so that continues to get pushed. Tom Cruise does all his fucking uh, stunts. Guy's an absolute maniac. If you go on the internet, go on YouTube or anything, there is a, a stunt that they've been showing for this movie where he drives a fucking motorcycle off this huge ramp, and I'm very interested to see what happens. I love the Mission Impossible movies. You know, that is a an extended series of movies that has kind of, they've all kind of been good. Maybe they've all been bad too. I don't know, but they've, they've maintained, uh, you know, a good cast. Jeremy Renner was in there for a while. We've had Henry Cavill. I think Henry Cavill's actually in this one as well. We've had a lot of really strong uh, leading ladies, similar to like Bond, where, you know, you kind of rotate love interests and, and all that. So super pumped for that. Love Tom Cruise. Love the Mission Impossible movies. Last but not least, November 3rd. This was probably my favorite movie of 2020, and that is Dune. We are getting Dune Part 2 in November. Timothy Chalamet, great. Zendaya, great. Uh, We're getting other characters for fans of the book series, which... I am not read. I don't know how to read. Uh, but, you know, the, the the this Dune book series that goes on there, there's like 10 books or whatever. 
we're getting uh, another iteration or or the the next phase. I, I think maybe uh, of this is book two, or maybe maybe Doom Part One, Doom Part Two is actually the first book split in two pieces. Anyways, I've done some. I've gone down uh, rabbit holes and done some extensive YouTube and Wikipedia work on Dune since the first one came out. Super excited about this. Uh, Timothy Chalamet goes out into the sand and kind of he becomes a. Uh, member of the sand people or whatever whatever that was the 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 uh the the dust uh, the the drug or whatever so lots of great movies this year but those are the three that i'm looking forward to the most love it love it good list right there recent uh college graduate here from unc dub jordan what are your top three that you're looking forward to this year most looking forward to barbie uh coming out i believe july 21st Uh um greta gerwig's i think she's directed three movies but um like two uh features and i think this is her third big one lady bird and little women i love i love those movies so much and she has a pretty extensive acting uh like rapport too but i'm not very i i haven't seen a lot of her acting movies but Obviously, Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling are great performers, so I'm really excited to see. Um, And she's just done so well with her directing so far. Um, And so I'm really excited to see what she does. And I'm hoping that a lot of men will go see it as well, because I think it's going to be really funny and satirical. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think something that can get the film bros excited about it is she references 2001 A Space Odyssey throughout the entire teaser. So maybe that'll get people <laughs> motivated to go. It's a big reference to that movie, um, it, like imagery wise. And so I'm just really excited about that. I think it's going to be really fun. And my second one is one I haven't heard a lot about, but I saw on a list that's coming out September 22nd. It's called Next Goal Wins. Um, yes. Taika Waititi film yeah. and I thought there was a trailer out there's not I had I actually watched the trailer for the 2014 documentary that's already it's based on there. a true story right yeah yeah there's like a already a documentary called next goal wins about like Is that the one with Alex uh Skarsgård that he's no, no it's Michael Fassbender Ma- Michael that's Fassbender okay. and um Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale Okay. And Reese Darby, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's in a lot of Taika Waititi mm-hmm. films and shows. Um, but it's about, it's an underdog story about the American, I think it's the, called the Samoa, American the Samoa American team. Samoa, yeah. Um, and in 2001, they, it was just a really bad losing streak and they lost to Australia, like record-breakingly, 31 to, to 0 um, it's like when me and Brian play FIFA. <laughs> it does sound pretty eerily similar. Um, and I watched the trailer for the documentary that had come out, and it looks really good. And I think the casting choice, I think Michael Fassbender will fit the role of the, they have an MLS coach come in, try to help team morale and all that, and just the playing in general. And it looks really good. And I feel like it has the potential to teach people the value and being and claiming like and being an underdog just as like everybody there's tons of stuff about like how how do you become a world champion well it's like how do you how do you like be uh proud to be an underdog like what does that actually mean to be an underdog um 
And so it looks really good. I'm really excited for that. And Taika Watiti will be great. Third, I also had a Marvel movie, but I don't. Do <laughs> I didn't do know. It. I didn't know. I had. Like I shouldn't I said, do we're, it. We're, we're gonna, do it. Yeah, we're going to get into that stuff on the next episode. But if that's if that's in your top three, go ahead. Yeah, it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love those movies, and I love Marvel, of course, but I don't love all the Marvel movies. Like, I'm just not crazy about a few of them, but I do love the universe. Um, I like a lot of the standalone stuff, certain team ups, and Guardians is one of them. I know bad things are going to happen, and I don't want to see that. Obviously, yes, mm. it's. But I we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose a couple. But yeah, yeah. and just the trailer with Rocket, and they have as the baby raccoon. (laughs) Holy shit! Heartstrings. Yeah, we we actually meet the person that made Rocket into what he is. I can't remember his name, but he was also in Peacemaker. But the trailer, like you said, trailer looks great. James Gunn last project with the MCU. Now that he's moved on to the DC universe and. Everything going on with that, that definitely deserves its own uh, podcast episode coming up soon with the changes that they're making. Um, yeah. We'll go from there. Yeah. So, Jordan, those were your three? Yes, that, okay. that was my three. So, my three, I'm glad that we all kind of went a little bit different here. I think the one. Magic Mike's last dance. Oh, God, you beat me to it. That was the one I was going to call out for you. <laughs> for you say but no oh, well i think the first the the my number one with a bullet is the super mario brothers movie coming out april 7th uh you know i i love animated films always have and to me i i honestly and i i predicted this i think this will go on to be one of the highest grossing animated films of all time just because of the mario brothers name and you know from the trailers the trailers look great i know a lot of people had a you know a bunch of issues with chris pratt not sounding like an italian mario but you could kind of hear it especially on the newest trailer that he goes in and out of the uh, the italian accent a little bit and then i believe charlie day from always mm-hmm. sunny and everything else is playing luigi and then of course you got jack black as bowser so, I mean, great cast. It looks fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I would be surprised if this movie did not do well with critics, let alone at the box office. I mean, you're going to have people like you and I, Saba, grew up on Mario. Uh, you know, people Jordan's age, you know, the, the younger generation. I mean, this this just hits so many things that I don't see why this doesn't have the potential to be one of the, the uh, top grossing animated films of all time. You know, so it looks fun. I mean, definitely a family flick. I Again, I, I to me, it, it seems like a home run. A group of friends on a weekend cabin trip begin to suspect something supernatural is at play when the kids behave strangely after disappearing into the woods overnight. There's something wrong with the children as the latest supernatural horror film from Bloomhouse Productions. Available to buy or rent on digital now. The film is not yet rated. One of my other ones was definitely Dune Part 2. Sabar already spoke on it. I'm super, super excited about this movie. You know, it's going to be interesting. I I love Christopher Nolan movies. You know, some of them can kind of be a a mind fuck, for lack of a better term. Like, I'm still trying to figure out Tenet. (laughs) I heard heard by the fifth time you actually. I've I've watched it three times, and I'm not doing it again. Because that shit's long as fuck, too. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, he definitely bends it. And I'm just interested to see. I love Cillian Murphy. 
And just to kind of see the perspective of the guy from the Manhattan Project, who uh, it's the, the, what is it, the atom bomb, right? The nuclear yeah. bomb that yeah. he came out with. So big fan of Christopher Nolan. Since Sabah already spoke to Dune Part 2. We get uh, Downey. We get some Downey in Oppenheimer, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, I will probably say this coming out next month, uh, really, really soon, actually, February 3rd, knock at the door. But uh, the trailers look great. You know, it's uh, about four strangers that go to a cabin with uh, with a gay couple and their daughter, and they have to make the ultimate sacrifice, you know, and it's uh, it's uh, just a lot of different perspectives, perspectives on there. And on top of that, you know, it is a very interesting question. You know, would you sacrifice one of your own family members to save humanity go ahead and segue to my wild cards of the year and a couple of them are in this genre uh the newest trailer just came out for evil dead rise coming out april 21st sam raimi bruce campbell producing this will take place not in a cabin it looks it looks gory as hell it looks phenomenal i love the aspect of it taking place in a, a apartment building it re- reminds me of demons part two one of my favorite, uh, you know, sequel B-horror movies from the 80s that took place in a high rise as well. So um, that's definitely one of my wild cards for this year. Uh, another one that I have for a wild card is, oh, a lot of these are, are primarily horror based. <laughs> so the last train to New York, there is no date yet, but it's based on the Korean film. My daughter and I watched the last train to Busan. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. It's a a remake of a phenomenal Korean horror film about the zombie apocalypse. And these are, you know, this isn't your walking dead shit, you know, where they're just, you can kind of push them out of the way. And it's more 28 days later running rage virus, crawling on ceilings, the entire thing. And, uh, coming out next month, February 24th, directed by the incredible uh, Elizabeth Banks, Cocaine Bear, based on a true story <laughs> of a cocaine okay. drop-off okay. gone wrong that a bear ended up tearing into a like duffel bag of cocaine and went on a mad, murderous killing spree. <laughs> so the trailer looks hilarious. It's one of those movies you're definitely not going to take serious. If you got some gummies around, feel free to partake. You know what I mean? But and I just love Elizabeth Banks, so I'm interested to see like if you live in states where that's legal. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Thank you for that. I I still have not seen Evil Dead, which is bad. I know that's bad. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> but the trailer I watched today, it looks really good, but they did the thing I hate and they showed way too much stuff. They showed wow. way too much of the cool stuff that I would have loved to see. Yeah. It's just, oh my God, like I hate, I cannot stand when trailers do like do that. It, it, it just, you're, you're more of a Christopher Nolan trailer person where he doesn't hardly show shit in his trailers. Yeah. Like I <laughs> just get, get the atmosphere across and like a general premise. Yeah. Like, and that's enough. Like, it, yeah. they showed like way too much of the cool, like, potential deaths and like the gore and scary moments. I'm like, what's gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll, it'll still be really good, but I'm like, it, whatever. I, I think it looks awesome. Um, and actually scary to me. Um, I just hope that I didn't just see it all, is all. Right. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, I guess another one I had. Oh, Bo is Afraid. I watched that trailer today. 
I love Ari Aster. Um, Hereditary is in like my top five movies of all time. Um, no horror movie has come close to beating that for me. Um, and this doesn't seem horror. It just seems kind of like existential, like dread, like almost apocalyptic. It's just interesting. Like you can't really tell what's going on. Um, or it seems like a trailer where you think, oh, this is all going on in his head because it's all so bizarre and weird. Um, and it shows, is that like, are they face matching him on like a younger boy and then like an older? Right. So the, the <laughs> which is very weird the premise is it's, it's about his life. So you see him at different versions of his life and it's oh supposed to be okay. a, for lack of a better term, not horror, but a very, very, very dark comedy. And that's yeah, what I think was going for. Why it's a wild card on the side that like I am kind of nervous about it or skeptical is I love Ari Aster, but he will push boundaries in a a way that nobody else will. And I just yeah, that so those are my wild cards. Wild card time, Saber. Yeah, lots of carry, lots of carry over here. Um um I put Super Mario Brothers on my wild card list, and I'm gonna tell you why. Number one. I thought the trailer looked really, really good. I thought, you know, visually it looked great. I obviously a really good cast. Historically, Hollywood has a really difficult time taking video games and turning it into movies or television series. Agreed. We can look at Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Like just right there. So I'm concerned about it from that perspective. The other thing I will say is, I don't know how many kids are still playing Super Mario Brothers. Like, I feel like little kids are playing like Fortnite and shit. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I think that Mario Brothers is like a, a Gen X, Gen Y, millennial kind of Gen Z. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just I, I, I'm not sure that little kid, young kids. Right. OK. Five to 12 or 13 are going to ask their parents to take them to see the Super Mario movie. So I feel like this is really more of a movie for people our age, which is fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. But is the content going to match the audience, right? Are they making this a movie for eight-year-old kids, but eight-year-old kids aren't going to see it? And I'm going to go, I'm 40 years old. I'm going to sit there and be like, what the fuck is this? Lollipops and ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, that, that's, I'm worried that the, the audience that's actually going to see it, maybe the, the content isn't going to match. So I'll see it. I'm rooting for it, but I have my concerns. And the last one, and this is just more with all the stuff that's going on. Uh, it's another comic book movie. I'm sorry. No, July, June 23rd. We are finally getting the flash. Uh, everything that's going on with Ezra Miller, uh, uh, you know, get well, buddy. Like I'm, I'm rooting for you. That motherfucker is going nuts. But the other thing is, allegedly, I want to throw that in there. Allegedly, he has not <laughs> he been he has not been convicted of a crime, right. but he's got shit going on all over. You know, so I'm concerned about that. And the other thing is, like, I feel like a lot of these DC, not a lot of them, all these DC movies now are just kind of like lame ducks right. because they're taking this. They're taking the DC universe in a completely different direction. So it's like, even if I do like it nothing's coming. Maybe. I don't know. Like they've talked about potentially 
having Ezra Miller continue in if it, if it goes well. So I don't know, but the point is all of these things make this movie kind of the ultimate wild card. Like what's going to happen, right? Um, are people going to see it? Is it, has it been delayed too long? Has the story passed it by? Like this is a movie that everybody's been really looking forward to seeing, uh, but there's a lot of just stuff going on on and off the screen, especially, you know, with, with, um, I guess, Warner brothers. Yeah. And, and, and in DC and, you know, with the, with the main character, with the actor, you know, so I don't know, but you know, I'm, again, I'm rooting for it, but, uh, I am, I am, uh, skeptical. So, so Seba, um, let's go, we'll start with you. So like, what are your one to three to whatever, like no nos, hard, hard, hard fucking (laughs) pass. This is my hard fucking pass category. Jordan, I, I got nothing but love for you. Barbie looks like the biggest piece of fucking horse shit I've ever seen. I, I have no interest in that whatsoever. Here's the thing. It's not, I am not the audience for Barbie. You know what I mean? Like, 40 year old, you know, super aggressive and depressed alpha male, right? Like, <laughs> like that. I am not the audience. Um, you know, look, Margot Robbie, I love her, of course, for all the reasons. Um, she's great, but I, you know, look, and here's the thing it might be great. And you might come to me in, in six months or whenever what comes out in July, you may come to me in August and say, Look, Ryan, is fucking, you should see it. And I will. But until somebody comes to me and is like, this is really good, I'm all the way fucking out on on Barbie. June 9th, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Like, are we still fucking doing these? It it was fun. It was really fun. Right. Cliver, shout out to Jonathan Cliver. Him and I, you know, the first trilogy, when they would come out, we would go to the movies on opening day and see. Matter of fact, I think you came to us with came with us to one so. out in yeah. Winston, you yeah. know, and, and even, even the first Mark Wahlberg one, but like, dude, are we, st- I don't even know who's in this fuck. I don't even fucking care. Like, that's how I'm over, over this. I am. I, I don't know. It's just God fucking let, 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 put it to bed. Make, make me a Thundercats movie. Yes. Finally. If you want to do eighties uh, cartoons, eighties toys, Make me a fucking Thundercats movies. I'm done with the Transformers. They fucked up G.I. Joe. Like, I'm done. Uh, You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has had its run. Like, I'm done. Done with Transformers. Done with all that. Make me a Thundercats movie. Let's fucking rock and roll. Another summer blockbuster, June 30th, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I love Indiana Jones. I love Harrison Ford. There is no Spielberg. This is the first Indiana Jones movie that there will be no Steven Spielberg attached to it. I don't know how that makes it, that can make it good. Right. Uh, That like that, there's no way that not having Steven Spielberg can help you. Uh, The last one I have, I never saw it with uh, Shia, Mm -hmm. but I heard that was a total piece of horse shit. Uh, which is why I never saw it. Um, so, you know, I think those are just the three. And, and it hurts me to say that because Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is one of my favorite movies, one of the most rewatchable movies. Him, Sean Connery, Nazis, uh, you know, the Holy Grail, all that shit. Only the penitent man shall pass. Like, I fucking love that movie. But uh, I am 
all the way out on Indiana Jones. Even if somebody comes to me and tells me it's good, I'm not going to see it because Harrison Ford's fucking 75 years old, man. They're doing the, the, they're, they're doing the de-aging with them. Like, look, it was fine. It's fine when they do it for like parts of a movie, but like when they, we can't get to the, to the point, like in um, the Irishman, right? Where De Niro was the age for the whole fucking movie. Like it starts to become non-believable, and you know all that. And like, like he moves like a seventy-five-year-old man, but he looks like he's thirty-five. Like I don't know. So I'm just, I'm all out, all out on Transformers, all out on Indiana Jones, all out, all the way out on some on some Barbie and Ken. So <laughs> always keeping it real, Captain Cleveland. Jordan, what what are your three no nos and any any responses to to Captain Cleveland there? <laughs> that um, wasn't a personal shot, right? Right. You already had that. Just on respond your list to that. Even talk. <laughs> and just respond to that because I don't really. I couldn't not. I couldn't really like come up with three like. No, I'm not seeing. I mean, Transformers. Now that you, yeah, I'm. I haven't seen the last like two or three. Like I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, that that I'll put that on there. I don't. I probably will not be seeing that. Aquaman 2. I haven't seen Aquaman. Same. Um Same. I think I've seen the first like 20 minutes and I don't know. I just it never finished. I don't know. I mean, they had I'm to do reshoots it. to like get Amber Heard out of there, I think. Like that movie's just oh, yeah. it's and, fucking doomed, man. Yeah. And they had to remove Ben Affleck from it too. And you know, and, and a ton of stuff. So yeah, yeah I don't know why. Fucking doomed. I don't know why it's happening. Um yeah, that's really like I guess the only two I have I could think of for I'm not seeing. So here are my my big nose. This one is coming off of a horrendous, <laughs> horrendous, <laughs> horrendous. I cannot tell you. And big shout out to my sister Janice Hernandez on this because I'm I'm speaking. We love you, Janice. Speaking for her as well. We missed you. How much we hated. Halloween. Oh my God. Even my daughter. We uh, that was it. that's my lowest rated movie on Ugh. my little app. Like that it's Ugh. laughable. Like I don't get it. I don't to anyways. And the trilogy like that. Yeah, it is. It, it was oh completely laughable. The, the first Halloween with um David Gordon Green and Danny McBride and those guys, great. Yeah. The second one, really good gore, a little bit cheesy with yeah. the, you know death and or fear ends tonight thing you know with the crowd that shit was kind of corny but it wasn't terrible let me tell you i don't think oh i've ever God. seen a trilogy this fucked up and especially a well i don't want to say especially a horror one not that horror horror trilogies are normally great but it was just unwatchable bad the just the acting the story jamie lee curtis is the only highlight really of that film so on my point to that is David Gordon Green is remaking The Exorcist coming out oh, yeah. on October 13th. So because of how terrible Halloween ends is, I don't even want to see this remake at all whatsoever. On October 14th, I'm going to get a notification <laughs> that this son of a bitch is tagged in at fucking Friendly Center watching The Exorcist. I swear to God. Somebody fucking mark this down. No, 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 no. Unless it streams at the same time, I will not be going to theaters to see this. It better take some 
some critics. I don't, and I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes and all that other bullshit. Let me just go ahead and throw mm-hmm. that out there. You know, if something gets like a 95, it's not, it doesn't mean I'm going to go see it. Like I need people that I know that come back to me and say the exorcist is fucking awesome. And they better be like reputable. I guess you could say, you know, fans of, of cinema like we are. I'm not just going to take some Joe Schmo's word for it on Facebook and only goes to the movies twice a year. So that's my big no, no, uh, just like Saba transformers rise of the beast, man. I tell you, if it's not for the actual transforming part and, and hearing the voice of Optimus prime, I'm yeah. over these fucking movies. I've been over them for a while. The Mark Wahlberg one really wasn't that bad with, uh, who was it? TJ Miller. Was um, it- I'll tell you what I'm not, I'm not ever going to see fast X. I haven't no. seen really mm-hmm. since the rock and Jason Statham have been off the fast and furious. It's just so absurd and ridiculous. The things they do. I didn't see the last one. Once I heard that they strapped on a rocket to a Pontiac Fiero and it was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. They went to the moon. Do I want to see ludicrous and Tyrese go to the moon? In a Pontiac Fiero. Well, if, if you're going to watch people go to the moon, I would want it to be Tyrese and, and Ludacris. <laughs> but shout out to Tim Howell uh, of the of the crew. Tim fucking lives and dies he by loves. these fans. He fucking loves them. So just shout out to Tim. I got nothing. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I will watch this movie, but yeah. I, very, very low expectations. The only way I'll watch this is if it comes on TNT or TBS like it will. And I'll be at home. 2027 is what yeah. you're shooting for. Yep. And I'll be at home, and it's only because I'm too lazy to grab the remote and change the channel. And I'm just... Just, or, just I'll, watch it for the ridiculousness. Oh. Like for their laugh. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. We might need to do a uh, mystery... That's what I recommend what for it, Halloween. Uh, mystery Science Theater 2000 episode on that one. Um, you know, I got one. I got one thing. Yeah. There's a lot of really good movies coming out. And, and what I would say to everybody is go to the fucking movies. We had another movie theater in Greensboro closed. Carmack 18 on Wendover just closed. We lost um, Brassfield yeah. last year. Uh, go to the fucking movies. Like, I get it. It's easy. We've got access to a lot of things. But there are still movies that people want to see in the theater. And if everybody just keeps doing what they're fucking doing, that's not even going to be an option anymore. So take advantage of a really great year with a lot of big budgets, big cast, big names, uh, and go out to the movies, you know, once a quarter. Just go to the movies four or five times next year. And every little bit's going to help. Excellent. Well, listen, on behalf of Saba, Jordan, the rest of the ZDN crew, Big thanks for, you know, listening. We're coming up on year five, season six, uh, 200 plus episodes in now. Can't wait to just keep it going out there. You know, you you guys, the fans, our family out there, you're the reason we keep doing this. And, you know, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. Uh, of course, Zero Dark Nerdy, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that fun stuff. And, of course, the website, popculturepodcast.com, courtesy of our good friends over at Zibster. Big ups for all our comic book fans out there. Be sure to check out our friends over at Rabbit Comics. Again, that is rabbitcomics.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Victory. And anger management? Fuck anger management.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.